Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. Thanks for joining me for a moment here as we, uh, as we continue through the Christmas season. So, Merry Christmas. Maybe you didn't expect to hear that today. Uh, a lot of times we stop saying Merry Christmas on December 25. I like to say it all the way up to 25 and, uh, and all the way through January 6, uh, the Feast of Epiphany. Uh, that time after Christmas is actually the Christmas season. Uh, when we sing the, the, the 12 days of Christmas, when that incredibly long song is inflicted upon us, those 12 days are Christmas day through Epiphany. And uh, this Sunday is actually the second Sunday of Christmas, uh, January 2 this year. And uh, we continue to read through uh, Jesus' childhood in terms of our celebration of Christmas here at Gloria Day. And the reality is that it's also New Year. So Happy New Year. Um, I want to talk with you a little bit about New Year today and, and this idea of, I don't, I don't want to get too philosophical about it, but, but time and remembering time. Time was God's idea. In Genesis 1, verse 14, God is creating the heavens and the earth. And one of the things that he says is, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years. The, the idea of an annual repetitive type of event is actually God's idea. He put the stars in their courses in order for us to be able to measure time. And the idea of an annual observance or an annual um, celebrations, those are God's ideas. In fact, he gave the people of Israel commands to do things on a yearly basis. So like the Passover festival is an annual event. It's connected to uh, the first full moon after the spring solstice, spring equinox, excuse me. Um, and then uh, there, there's also things like the Day of Atonement and there are other festivals. And it's not that it rigidly has to be commanded by God for it to be observed annually, because uh, the people of Israel uh, later on in history, they, they celebrate, continue through today, the Jewish people celebrate a festival called Hanukkah. And uh, Hanukkah is a remembrance of a time of God's deliverance and his provision of, uh, of light. Uh, the, the, there was only enough oil uh, for the temple to uh, to burn the the um, a lantern for about a day, and it burned for uh, I believe it was seven days, and you know, it was God's provision. It was, it was miraculous. But there's no command to to celebrate that event in in the scriptures. It's something that they go back to and they remember. This is what God has done for us. That's a good thing. Um, it, it's good for us to remember things that are related to our, our, our life in this world, that, that God has given us in, uh, moments that we can go back to and remember his blessings and his gifts and the good things that come to us in this life. I'm thinking of things like birthdays and anniversaries, even other significant events that connect to different people. You know, so on a purely secular basis, you know, we, we have days that, recommend, that uh, recognize uh, people in history. So here in January, uh, we will have Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And there are reasons that we celebrate that day and we bring to mind 
the things that Martin Luther King Jr. did in his life that impacted our nation. Or in February, we have President's Day, where we remember Washington and Lincoln and the impact that they had. Uh, and there are also uh, significant events like that connected to the church, uh, significant people. You know, so we think of like Saints' Days, where we remember um, St. Mary or St. Joseph or St. Francis, in uh, any of these different people and the contribution that they had to the church, or maybe a better way to say is the way that God blessed the church through them. Here at, at Gloria Day, our whole system uh, of worship is connected to uh, an annual observance regarding the life of Jesus. You know, and so we have appointed readings that go through what we would call the church year. And every year we hit certain events in Jesus' life. So we just celebrated Christmas. We celebrated his birth. Pretty soon here, we're going to celebrate Epiphany, January 6th. And uh, that is a remembrance of the visit of the Magi and the gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh and the significance of that event, which I'm going to talk more about next week in our life of faith. New Year is often a time of reflections and resolutions. Now, I think that that's actually a good thing, uh, but I do take a little bit of an issue that our resolutions tend to be very law-oriented. They tend to be about how we're going to fix ourselves. And... Uh, you know, I, I have no problem with the idea of striving for better health, uh, striving to be the best person that we can be, using our gifts and abilities to the best that, that God has given them to us. But I also think that it would be good for us, particularly as Christians, to observe uh, these resolutions with more of a gospel focus. Uh, and instead of resolutions, it might be good to think about these things in terms of repentance, turning away from our sin and turning toward God in his grace and his forgiveness and then seeking to live within his will, um, not in order to gain anything from him or to earn anything, but because we recognize his wisdom and we've experienced his love in Jesus and that shapes and transforms our, our relationship with God and, and his design for our lives. You know, we often talk about three uses or three functions of God's law. So sometimes the law speaks to us and says, you know, go no further. It acts as a curb. Sometimes it acts as a mirror. You know, it reflects our sin back to us so that we would confess it and receive Jesus' forgiveness. But it also acts as a guide. And as a Christian, uh, coming to God's word as someone who has been forgiven and redeemed and now seeks with the power of the Holy Spirit to live in God's ways is a good and a, and a right and a beautiful thing. Um, so you could call it a resolution or you could, you could just call it repentance and going back to our baptism and living the new life that Jesus has given to us. One of the things that I would encourage you to do as you think through this past year and you have this time of reflection and this time of resolutions is make sure that you reflect on God's blessings. Let your resolutions 
flow from the way that God has blessed you in, in the past year. And I'll be honest, this past year was kind of rough, especially as we get closer, got closer to Christmas and you know, the, the COVID numbers were going up and we had a lot of anxiety about being able to gather and, and all of these kinds of things. But through it all, God has been faithful. He's met us in his word. He's delivered forgiveness to us. He's delivered his sacraments to us. Every day we can live in our baptism, remembering that the Holy Spirit is in us and that we are washed of our sins. We receive the Lord's Supper here regularly, receiving Jesus' body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins and the strengthening of our faith. Let, let our, our reflection and resolution really be rooted in the work that God is doing in us. So 2022, when this, is, uh, when this video is posted, uh, it's a couple days away still. And I would encourage you, and I wish for you, that 2022 will be a year that you live in God's grace. 2022 will be a year where individually, as a congregation, uh, within your family, that it's a year where we share the good news of who Jesus is and the hope that we have that Christ has overcome death and the grave for us and that he's delivered us from sin and hell. And I pray that this year will be a year that we can grow in God's peace. I've shared a quote uh, multiple times over the last couple years. Um, it comes to us from Dan Van Voris, uh, who does a podcast called The Christian History Almanac. And he talks about the rumors of grace, the rumors of forgiveness, the rumors of redemption of all things. They're rumors in the sense that these are things that we talk about, but we don't always experience them in their fullness. But he says that these rumors of, of grace, forgiveness of sins, and the redemption of all things are true. They're true because Jesus was born. They're true because he grew up and he bore our sins and he has defeated death for you and for me. And so no matter what 2022 brings, we can say with confidence, everything is going to be okay. Not because we're going to make it okay, but because Jesus is doing his work in us and he is going to make sure that in the end, everything is going to be okay.